Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 211 with our review of Dead Man Down. I'm Christopher Schneezing. I'm Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, Carson Patrick and I dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases, television shows, and web series from the past week and beyond. Each week, you're going to get a couple different episodes. You're going to get uh, some reviews. This week, we will be reviewing Dead Man Down and Oz the Great and Powerful. Uh, you'll get a trailer talk segment where we discuss some of the trailers that hit the internet recently, and then a what we've been watching segment where we discuss all the things we've been watching outside of the podcast. How you doing tonight, Carson? Uh, pretty well. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's uh, you know, I I tend I tend to ignore daylight savings time and just not set an alarm. It's like the one day of the year that I don't set an alarm, and then I just way oversleep. Um, so. While I get to read everybody else's complaints about losing an hour um, this morning, I just slept in and enjoyed myself and lazed around all day. How about you? I, I I set an alarm for an hour later, but then I just ended up not waking up until like noon. <laughs> so it's just one of those things, you know, where like you wake up and then you're like, well, I'm not going to get out of bed right away. So you kind of go back to sleep, and then you'll wake up again. Like you keep, you keep like going back to sleep in like half-hour intervals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, I, and then it gets to the point where you're just like, I don't, I don't want to move. Yeah, I, I, like. And then I was like, oh, I gotta go see, uh, I gotta go see this movie today. I gotta, you know, throw a guy out a window. <laughs> you know that that actually, uh, I. I... You know, I did the same thing, except for, like I said, I didn't set an alarm at all, but... <laughs> That's got... my alarm. I, the dude falls out of the window. Yeah. Well, like, I, I, I got up, rolled over, grabbed my phone, kind of pulled it back, and I was like, I'll look up, you know, the movie times. And, like, you know, usually nothing starts before 11.30 by me. Um, and, you know, like the problem we discussed last week, um, you know, it, it was actually starting an hour later than it was supposed to. So, like, I checked, like, three different apps, including the the official Regal app, to make sure I knew what time it, it was going to start. But there was, like, a 10.30 show, and it was, like, 9 o'clock when I was waking up. And I was like, oh, I guess I should get out of bed and shower and get ready and then go drive to the theater. Um, so, it was weird, just, like, that they decided to have... It's like, we're already losing an hour, and then they pushed the showtime an hour forward for what it normally is. They did it just for you. Apparently, but uh, I'm I'm glad that that I got got to go see an early showing. You're not taking advantage of you're not you're not reaming movie pass. You're not ringing them for all they got. Well, I mean, you know, it's I don't want to cost them a lot of money. I just conveniently <laughs> use as many passes as I can to um, to get my full worth out of the servers. You're like, okay, movie pass. Here's the six dollars show. I'll go light this time. Well, really, I've been seeing, you know, a lot of movies and paying for them for the last several years. I'm trying to see enough films to counteract the balance that I have paid out in my life previous to this moment. Mm. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, Dead Man Down, we're going to be talking about today. So what do you say we just get into this? I, I think we should dive right in. All right, well... I'm going to strap you to a chair in about a foot of water and let rats crawl all over you while we play this trailer. And then before... Just as long as I get a little hamster water thing. <laughs> yeah. And sometime before I decide to actually shoot you, um, we're going to let everybody know what we thought about this film. Mm. 
Revenge. I've never thought about it before. But when I saw you, I knew I had my answer. I am Beatrice. Victor. Why'd you follow me? I wanted to find out more about you. I want to take you somewhere. I know why you really came tonight. You want to find out if the girl's been watching you saw what you did. I saw you kill this man. The man who did this to me. I want you to kill him. tracking me. The best thing this person can do is to beg me for mercy. I don't think he'll beg for mercy. He wouldn't get it anyway. So, Dead Man Down, uh, what to say about the brief, or what to briefly say about the plot of this film. Basic premise laid out in the trailer is that, um, you know, uh, what's his name, Colin Farrell? <laughs> he uh, sees the girl with the dragon tattoo across the way, they go hang out, and it turns out that she witnessed him uh, murdering a man in his apartment, and she wants him to uh, use his murdering skills to take out somebody that uh you know has wronged her in a way and over the course of that interaction um we find out what colin farrell is doing for his uh own little lifestyle and uh, those two paths cross and we get lots of guns and explosions and groups of people fighting each other um that sounds really ambiguous but there's 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 a lot of different things happening in this film, and I don't know which aspect to cover trying to give a brief description of it. So why don't I just pass it to you, Carson, and have you let us know what you thought about this film. I think that was a pretty good description. You weren't giving away anything, really. Because um, I do to. think that I do think this is a movie that um, I went in um, not knowing you know, a whole lot about it, because I only saw the trailer once in, in theaters, and um, I just wasn't expecting very much from it other than, like, Colin Farrell looks like he's getting, 
you know, vengeance on some dudes, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And, um, you know, I thought it was all right. Like, I thought that um, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, for a movie co-produced by WWE Studios, I think it's pretty solid. <laughs> yes. I, I, I didn't notice that it was up until... Um, the opening credits started rolling, and it's like WWE films, yeah. and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I um, found out like a couple of days before it came out, like somebody in a review said like that it was, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, uh, kind of weird, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Joking aside, but uh, uh, yeah, like I I thought it was all right. Like I didn't think that it was anything amazing, but uh, for what it is, I mean, it was a lot better than. Uh, the the past action movies we've gotten in the in the past couple months like uh die hard and and bullet to the head and last stand i i mean i thought it was you know it, it earned its uh its vengeance storyline like i thought that it you know i i like the fact that they actually took the time to build up like why colin farrell was doing the things that he's doing and there's a you know there's sort of this broken romance between him and and uh girl with the dragon tattoo and you know they both have kind of like scarred lives and uh, i like that that you know interaction and um yeah i just thought i i thought it was pretty i thought it was like competently made and it looks good and the actors were good in it and uh it's got some some sweet action in it and uh and surprisingly not you know the trailer makes it look pretty action packed but it's really not it's 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 very story driven um yeah and uh i i liked you know i won't say what actually happens but i liked the things that Colin Farrell was doing to certain people like he was playing these mind games with them and uh i i like that because in the beginning you kind of just like the opening in the movie you just kind of drop in on like a scene really and uh you really don't know what's kind of going on and i like that aspect and the the first kind of encounter with uh numi rapasa's character was a little weird i thought like when she first you know uh shows him her phone it's just like i saw you kill a man now you're gonna kill a man for me yeah like that that scene in in his truck was kind of like whoa Get this woman some Oblixa, cause this she crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a little like weird, just like the setup of that. But like after after that, like once he got past that, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm on board. Like I, I mean, a lot of it was pretty ridiculous. Let's be real. But I mean, I was you know, like once I found out like why Colin Farrell is doing this stuff, I was like, oh okay, like I that that's pretty good. You know, that's a pretty good uh, twist. And it, you know, and I like that. Uh, I like this movie didn't like flat out like just you know lay everything out for you like an idiot like you there was obviously you know a reveal there's reveals later on but like I said you know it kind of just drops you in you're kind of just like I don't know what's happening and you kind of have to like go with it and figure it out along the way it it doesn't spell everything out for you right away like you know oh I'm a guy and like this is what happened I don't know you know yeah well, it's it's interesting because it, it it obviously there is 
this revenge plot that is happening, but it doesn't take the normal route where we watch a person, we see them wronged, and then we watch them go on this like crazy killing spree. Right, like, yeah. We, we are jumping in two years after the event that... In, we're like mid-vengeance. like mid vengeance. Yeah, yeah. So it's like he's been working on this plot for a long amount of time, and we're just we're meeting the character while his revenge plot is already in play. And that's something that like, I don't know if I've seen before. It's like, usually you, we, we see, we either start with like flashbacks or some sort of thing that lets us tell somebody's something's happening. And then we follow them as they try to get their revenge, as opposed to like somebody who's been prolonging their revenge to wait for the right moment and set up a bunch of things and like put a bunch of things in motion. Um, so yeah, it, it was is it definitely a, a interesting little uh, stray from what most of the revenge stuff we've been getting lately is, and I think that like the way you described it is um, is probably as accurate as as um, I, I, like I could be in saying it. it's like it was just a very competently made um, like kind of a thriller movie, and it, it's. It's not anything that's going to make you write home about it or like try to push a bunch of people um, to go see it, but it's it's just solid all the way through. It's it's interesting. I mean, it's slow, but it's slow in a way where you like you almost instantly care about characters because it's just, it's just strange enough that like they they work well together. And and like like you said, we have two characters that are both broken in some way interacting together and the the existence of each other are sort of a positive thing in each other's lives even though um like they're not like those two people put together aren't necessarily good like their situation doesn't improve being together but yeah. they both provide some sort of um some sort of hopeful possibility for each other um even though they could just be just a cluster cuss for each other. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not like, it's not like one of those stories where it's like, Oh, everything is perfect now because these two people met each other. It's like these two separate storylines have collided in a way that, um, could upset the balance of how everything is set to go. Um, but it's, yeah, it, I, I think, um, I, I couldn't really gauge from the audience. I saw it with what other people were getting from it, but, um, I, I, I enjoyed watching it. It, it was, a uh, it was definitely a good time. It's like, you know, like you said, it's not action packed the whole time, but some of the action scenes are pretty like they ramp up out of nowhere and then they just go full bore for a moment of time. And then we're back to the story. And I think it was, it was interesting because looking at how long um, he had prolonged this vengeance storyline out and what he was trying to set up and the different people he's interacting with, it was, it was a really interesting, um, it, it, it was just kind of cool to follow along and see who those characters are and what they think is happening and, and what they've what part they've played in it. Um, I almost feel that the whole um, storyline with her having seen him murder somebody and wanting him to kill somebody for her, I almost think that sort of... Like, it was almost not necessary in the film. Like, obviously, it was a reason for their interactions to come together. Um, yeah. But, like, I... I wasn't completely sold on the necessity of that being a part of the equation. Um, yeah, it kind of got pushed to the side later on in the movie. Yeah, and I think it's. I think we ha we have this idea of this character who, um, you know, with without going into what happened to him, 
he is just he needs to write this for him like write this wrong for himself regardless of the outcome um, yeah so I think by inserting this female character um, to have this interaction with him like you're like it feels like it, at, at times it felt like she was just added to the equation to ground him to something to make his um, his willingness to not survive his own vengeance more of a struggle for him if, if that makes any sense yeah like so so it didn't feel like she was necessary it was an interesting plot element and i enjoyed their interactions together and how she um helped or hindered the plot in the ways that she does but i i ultimately felt like she was unnecessary for the story so i, I don't know like it, it's not really a complaint it's just i wasn't completely sold on the effectiveness of the way they integrated her into the story yeah yeah some of the stuff with her was uh was weak in areas but uh overall like the 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 main point of their romance i think is uh pretty good um but just yeah just that that whole kind of subplot with her wanting to uh kill this guy wanting colin farrell to kill this guy is uh it's weird because like half halfway through the movie, I almost I had forgotten about it, and they they came they came back to it, and I was like, oh yeah, he's still supposed to do this for her. <laughs> um, so yeah, because like because I was more invested and wrapped up into uh, you know once they reveal why Colin Farrell is is doing this, I was more in, interested in that. Yeah. plot you know the the main driving plot of the of the film and uh so yeah so it was kind of it kind of was weird that they that the that other subplot kind of felt sandwiched in later or just kind of was just like oh wait we set this up and now we have to resolve it yeah and and i think also that like part of part of the reason it threw me for a loop a little bit is because based on the trailer um you know we the, the trailer kind of tries to sell the idea that the two plot points are one and the same that um that that he his target is the target that she needs him to kill um and that may not be the case <laughs> right that's what i kind of got from the trailer as well so, so. I, I don't know if that if that was part of the intrigue for me was like seeing that like oh wait this is like a completely divergent storyline here like now i got to follow this independently and how are how is his obligation to her going to interact with his um, goal that he has himself? And why does he have that goal? Yeah, I, I think it's just there, there's enough there's enough mystery to the plot as a whole that it's enough to keep keep your interest. But it, like like I said earlier, it's it's not this isn't one of those movies where you're like, dude, did you see Dead Man Down? Oh man, you got to see that. Yeah. Um, but but it's like if you've seen it, it's like, oh yeah, I enjoyed that. That was that was interesting. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, I was just gonna say that they obviously. I think I think the reason they cut the trailer that way is to throw you off a bit. Yeah. And and also it. it I mean, because I I don't I don't think that there's any real benefit to trying to to throw us off. So it could have also just been that because the plot is a little bit convoluted. Um, that. Well, I think I think the way in which they reveal Colin Farrell's plan, I think it's definitely 
if it's something that I saw in the trailer, I think it would be something that I wouldn't want spoiled in the trailer. Just just in that like that they don't it's something they don't reveal right away because like the first kind of be, beginning portion of the film, you're you're kind of wondering why he's doing this. Why are all these things taking place? Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I I do think that if that was in the trailer, it would be kind of a spoiler. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess it depends on what aspect you're. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it is. I agree with you. Sorry, <laughs> I'm like I'm like trying to think of it. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like which aspects of the plot are are the most key, and I think, yeah, that 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 is arguably the most important section. So yeah, it would be spoileries. Yeah. I don't know why I just said spoileries. Spoileries. There'd be uh, many of them. Yeah. That that's our official spoiler warning candy is the spoileries. Spoileries. They are tasty. Yeah. Well, like most of them are tasty, but every once in a while there's one that tastes like it's They'll spoil your appetite. Um, but yeah. Uh, any last thoughts on this film? Um, I guess I won't say it. Kind of a spoiler. I won't say it. <laughs> All right, don't. Say I'll just it, say then. the final shootout was pretty good. Oh uh, yeah, I it uh, I I very much enjoyed the I fact mean... that it takes place in a shoe closet is even better. <laughs> I think like, what a what a random place to stage your final. Uh, you know. Well, yeah, I think I think that whole that whole big section at the end was pretty. pretty oh yeah, awesome. it was it was very well staged and. Uh, yeah, it it was it was good. Yeah, but just like that, that that very final one, I was like, wow, they chose an interesting spot to put this. Yeah, I I would I would not be like for everything leading up to that exact moment, I would not want to be the um, the the special effects crew that had to like dress and redo that set every <laughs> for every take because that would be gnarly. Like, oh, I have to do this again. Damn it! <laughs> no, we got that, guys. Right? We got it. We got it. No, okay, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> Uh, it's like a David Fincher movie. He's like, oh, the the uh, the glass didn't break right. He said it, <laughs> like ninety takes. All right, well, uh, let's just go ahead and get to our verdict for this film, Carson. If we were going to put this on a scale of must see, recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or must avoid, where would you place it? Um, I would give it a recommend. I think that you know whether you whether you see it in the theaters or you know on DVD through Redbox or some kind of rental thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it you know, it's worth worth seeing either way. You know, not, you don't have to rush out and see it, but, it, you know, if you go see it in theaters, great. If you catch it on DVD, then that's okay too. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a wait for rental. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, like, like we were both saying, it's, 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 you know, well-made. It's, um, it's definitely interesting. It, it should be able to keep your interest if you do see it, but I think it's, it kind of falls into the, um, uh, watch while browsing for something to watch category where mm. it, it's, it's not something that you log away in the back of your mind. You're like, okay, I'm going to watch that when it comes out for rental. Um, but it's one of those things where you're like sifting through and you're like, what do I want to watch? Not that, not that, not that. And you're like, Oh wait, dead man down. Oh yeah, I was totally gonna watch that when that was in theaters. Um, I'll check this out, and I think that you'll enjoy it when you watch it. Um, but it's not something that um, I would be saving in the file of things that I need to rent when it comes out. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's probably true, but considering that every action movie so far this year has been complete crap, uh, I'd say this is a good alternative. Yeah. If you were burned by, you know, the movies I mentioned, then, yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a much higher caliber than, uh, you know, something like A Good Day to Die Hard. Yeah. Though, yeah. though their their car stunts don't involve like entire cities worth of cars. <laughs> no, no crying afterward. Uh, you know, after seeing this movie, crying of just disappointment. <laughs> All right. Well, uh... my disappointing tears are so yummy. That's what Bruce Willis is saying when he counts his money. <laughs> Okay, well, that's going to be the end of this review for this week. Um, Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where, where can they do that? Uh, you can go to practicalcandy.wordpress.com. I almost said .tumblr. I don't know why. <laughs> um, well, people can find me over at christopherinreallife.com or twitter.com slash christopherirl. You can find the podcast over at thespoilerwarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show. Um, you'll also find our review of Oz the Great and Powerful over there. So you can check that out uh, if you dare. Um, you can follow us on- so good. <laughs> can we can we put the James Franco uh, so good line somewhere in that review? Um, I maybe we'll see. <laughs> I, I don't the, the work it would take to get that sound bite. Actually, I could probably pull it off of YouTube. Clip it's on YouTube, like yeah, dude. Yeah. The like three second clip. <laughs> Anyways, well, people can follow us on Twitter to figure out when these episodes go live at twitter.com slash spoiler warning or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the spoiler warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at the spoiler or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Um, music for this episode will come from, I'm just going to assume that it'll be Oz the Great and Powerful. Um, so, yeah, hopefully you enjoy... Uh, Danny Elfman, Danny Elfman's work on that. But, uh, yeah, that's this episode, so we're gonna go don our flying monkey suits and, uh, fly over to our recording of Oz the Great and Powerful, so yes. thank you guys for listening. And, uh, I don't know why I waited for that to respond. <laughs> thank you! I'm the listener, thank you. <laughs> and thank you for joining me, Carson. Yes, I, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm already on the hot air balloon, dude. <laughs> well, here's your hat. Don't forget this. You're going to need it. Oh, yeah. I'm throwing the hat. And, uh, yeah. Don't we'll... forget your scrubs either. Oh, good one. <laughs> uh, yeah. His assistant is no Superman. No. No. <laughs> All right. Well, catch you guys later. And, uh, <laughs> see you next time.